Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Some hood rats, well, these gangster chicks, man, they stole some food. Did we talk about that video? Some they, they were a daily planet and they stole some guy's watch. how they do it? Did they like it? Was a they had sex shit? and then they took it away. Oh, okay, fool ended up slipping and, shit. and then, um, the, the next week, those same girls showed up to the show and the guy was watchless, of course. And they, they were, and the guy was on stage, he goes, Oh, shit, that's the chick that stole that fool's watch. Remember, we were talking about. Somebody t- taking somebody's watch. Those girls took that guy's watch from stage. And, yeah, and they asked him, "How come you? How come you took that guy's watch?" F- they said, "Fuck that fool, way. He was bragging and shit. <laughs> if you, you can buy another one, talking all that shit." Well, dude, that's how it goes, Dick. You're all flashy and shit. You're gonna get your ass robbed. Not that you should get yourself robbed, but you're giving somebody an opportunity with criminal knives to take your ass down. That bro. night, we found out that one of those girls stole that guy's watch, and one of the comedians. Um, didn't wear a condom and um, and came inside one of the girls. She said, "That's that fool that nutted in me." <laughs> <laughs> From the audience, dog, That's nasty, dog. Hey, sometimes Ew. it feels good. <laughs> sometimes, right? It feels good, right? Like you don't want to get out, man. And then, you, especially if you're not um, circumcised, you get the extra skin. You know, you, like you're fighting. Oh no, it just felt right. <laughs> But What's up, fool <laughs> podcast? What's up? Yeah, man, we got a lot of things to cover. Like, yeah, yeah, you're a radio station, motherfucker. <laughs> you got yeah, shit man. to cover. You got a lot to talk about. Put a witty witty. All right, man. First of all, man, we're gonna mention that um, we're gonna be um, we're gonna be at Tempe Improv this, this week. week. You and I with Fred Stoller. You're Freddy, with Fre- Freddy, Freddy. I'm gonna be there with Felipe. Yeah. Haven't done my acting for months. It's gonna be okay. I don't know what's gonna happen. I haven't performed in four months since they ripped me off at Flappers. 
one. I stole all one for a coke. So we're going to be at Tempe Improv this weekend, May 7th through the 10th. Chicago, May 16th and 17th at Joe's Bar. Both shows Saturday are sold out, but there's only 50 tickets left for a Sunday. They might add another Sunday show, man, where where they said, is that another Sunday show? And only half is filled, and the promoter walks up to you and goes, let's give away the rest of the half. It's all right. So you're going to keep half of the bar, and um, we're going to still split this weak-ass half right here. So you look at the, <laughs> the promoter and go, how about your half, eh? Yeah, man. How about we fucking give away your half? You're the one that wanted to gamble, yeah, dog. Yeah, man. You just, you took a, you're the one that fucking was begging me for a third show. <laughs> I would always say that, man, when I, when I do a comedy show, like, and I show up and like, there's 13 people and this fucking dude is telling me on, on Facebook, no, man, this show's going to be packed. I always turn off the show, man. I don't know what's going on with the fucking promoter, man. Why in the fuck is going to have two shows on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have been here for the 6 o'clock show. It was fucking packed. <laughs> I told him, bro, don't do an 8 o'clock show. Standing room only, dog. Yeah, man. Cisco promotions. Shite Anyways, down. people, I'll be in Ch- Austin, Texas at Capital City Comedy Club, May 27th through 30th. With Chris Thorin and Rodrigo Torres, are you going too? We don't know, we don't we don't know, know yet. yet. Okay, man, don't get excited. Don't get excited. <laughs> I, I, I got to chill. I never get I excited. People were, call, people were making t-shirts. People start making t-shirts. Yeah, man. <laughs> Personal memes. I'll be in uh, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the headliner in that picture? Oh, man, just added, man. Boise, Idaho at the Egyptian Theater, June 6th, one night only. Find other tickets at info at felipesworld.com tour. Never been to Idaho. Never? Only one time I did a tour. I did a show for some that guy, Barry Neal. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. How it was, was it, dog? It was good, man. Luckily, man, I had a, I found a, a, the, you ever watched, you ever, a lot of people until they have that, that those kids, they, they, they got to take a picture with Flat Stanley. <laughs> but I had a flat ass joint, bro, and instead of book. And I just I just uh, rewrote that motherfucker, and I went to McDonald's right across the street, man. And the first time ever, I was, I was a vegan then. They had fish fillet, but a double fish fillet sandwich. Mm. That means two fish. I can smell that motherfucker right now. It was and, good. And that joint that you had inside that book was it a surprise or you had it in there? Surprise! Oh, fool, those are the best, dog. It's like a little angel. Um, are, it's an angel, bro. It's like you go you go through your your reading, and then you go to the next chapter. Finally, <laughs> because remember when you were a little kid and you, you you're looking through the books and the buy and like you're looking through the dictionary. I don't know if we said this already, but um, you look you go through a dictionary and some asshole wrote, "Go to page five. <laughs> <laughs> you go to fucking page five. Then, then, then he goes page thirty six. Quick, and then go to page thirty six. Page seven. Go to page seven. Finally, man, page ten. And then all he did, all he drew was a big fat dick, sucker dick. Was <laughs> go. a big fat lady, your mom? Eh? Your mom, eh? yeah. It's her selfie. Eh? So that was it, man, and um, that's it. Eh? Cinco de Mayo, fool. Cinco de Mayo. Hell yeah, dog. The Battle of Puebla, where I'm um, French, uh, fool. The Battle of French, where eight thousand French came in to try to fuck up Mexico in La Puebla, and Mexico showed up with ten thousand shovels. With only, but there was 2,000 people holding them, and they <laughs> held down um, Napoleon the Third, bro. And, uh, yeah, and dude, with fucking people don't, and shit. People, you know why white people celebrate Cinco de Mayo, bro? Not because they have cheap beer and cheap furniture that week, but also if, um, if, if, if France would have fucking came in and beat the shit out of Mexico that day, that would have made, made um, France, the French would have put in an emperor right away. 
and started setting up shop and helped the Confederacy beat the Union. So check that, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, so uh, huh? Mexico huh? did not get conquered you know by that? France. But then they got conquered by Spain. Yeah, man. But, <laughs> but two years later, two years later, Mexico party so hard from beating the French <laughs> that the French came in and took over the motherfuckers again. <laughs> and then party three years so later, hard, these dog. fucking French pussy motherfuckers were fighting all over the rest of the world. Mexicans came back, beat the shit out of them again, dog. <laughs> Trifected them. Yeah, man. But uh, what happened was during this time of, of um, you know history, during this time when Mexico was going through the France, they were they were still getting recovering from the War of eighteen twelve when they lost most of Mexico to America. So yeah, man, little history there. What's yeah, so fool? <laughs> well, we're just gonna just introduce one of these fools at the same time. Hopefully, we won't talk over each other. But you guys are all friends here. We know what's up. We'll talk about everything that happened. We'll talk about your the history of your ass, where you guys came from. <laughs> today is the today last week we had Miklo, today we had two Miklos. We got um and <clears throat> Low. We got a Canadian guy here. What's up, fool? What's Steven up, fool? Gleekman here, man. <laughs> from fucking <laughs> from fucking um from Nickelodeon and shit. He's on that sh- what? It's Stephen Kramer Glickman. I thought it was two, two words now. <laughs> you should see what's on your You're on my phone, bro. Who, you're on who is this guy? <laughs> Stephen Kramer Glickman, ladies yeah! and gentlemen. Yeah. America. And Matt Walker right here, man. Hello, hello. A redheaded guy. He like Louis C.K. If Louis C.K. was skinny and nice. No? <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. No. He's skinny. Skinny, yes. From yeah, man, Matt Walker, he worked with us bro, before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did the uh, Bray right. Improv. And I know the motherfuckers in MySpace, by the way. Oh, I've known this one oh, for yeah. I think I definitely in MySpace. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've known you, I don't know, probably 10 years, yeah. I think. Yeah, you know Martin Moreno and them fools, right? Yeah. yeah. He's been to the Wild Coyote. Yeah, I used to do Wild Coyotes back and then. Steven and... Kramer Glickman, you know, oh, yeah. from Renee Sandoval, right? I, that's mm-hmm. where we How first met. How do you go from Canada, Canada to hanging out with Mexicans, bro? It's Well, I grew up in San Diego. So, oh, okay. Yeah, you know. Basically, that's how, you know, there were lots of Mexicans around. <laughs> like, hop the Canadian <laughs> border to hang out with the Mexicans. To hop the US I lived with Renee Sandoval and Mike Miratori. No, in Los Angeles. Oh, Mike Miratori. I lived yeah. go, <laughs> that with those. That was a freak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, man. He'd knock on my door in the middle of the night and be like, what's up, click, man? What are you doing? Come on outside. He was banging on the door with a knife. It was just <laughs> terrifying. And Renee oh. would be high the whole time. And then we had those, we would have those parties at uh, at the house. You would come, and um, Gabriel Iglesias would be there. His big fat ass, <laughs> this fluffy fat ass. There's a lot, a lot of those guys. Yeah, man. Did you know uh, a guy in uh, San Diego named Frank Manzano? Uh, I don't, I'm not. Yeah, it's the guy that goes just. It's, it's a. It's, he was like a deadpan comedian from San Diego. He has long hair. He what? from Renee, he from Renee Sandoval's era. What what would he say? One of the jokes just the other day. No, no, here's a joke. <laughs> I was doing do, do some Frank Manzano. No, you you you're doing it right. You're yeah. doing it. He would do it like just the other day. And just like, you know, sit there and like long ass he stretch out yeah. the words. He had that joke about the ant getting caught in the in the in the yeah. fence, right, fool? He goes Was he um, the guy that wore the trench coat and had the long hair? Was it that guy? He that was Kubo D dog. No, that's Jay London. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. Got that it. was Jay London and Sam Kinison, but. Yeah. Oh, Jay London. That was a hamburglar, dog. 
I hope Jay London owns more than one pair of overalls. That's... We had him here last time, so he, oh. he had a, he, he, we're in denim now. I okay. work at an overall factory. <laughs> but um, Frank Manzano, though. Frank Manzano. He had a joke where he goes, um, uh, where did he go? Fuck it. He he got a anyways. Though, he was he was a weird comic. Me and Gabriel were working with him one time at the comedy store in La Jolla, and he was headlining because he he goes he goes he's old school at that. And me and Gabriel thought we were gonna bump him, you know, like trying to, <laughs> trying to make that fool kill, not kill. Shit, we were young comics, man. There were like ten people there. Shit, we we were having a hard time just with ten people. But that was up to he was up to like a professional man, just doing his whole hour verbatim. He had a joke where he goes that um he goes uh. Um, with every cause, there's a cause and effect. Last night, I reclaimed the Alamo. That gift shop will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's very logical, huh? Very logical. Yeah, I know. He's, I thought you were wrong. <laughs> oh, no, no. He yeah, sounds man. like a great guy. So like what's up, man? Walk you over there all quiet and show Miklo style? Uh, I'm good. Just uh, glad to be back in town. I was on the road in uh, Dyer, Nevada. A week ago, which was a population 259. That's the kind of towns I go to for stand-up, let me tell you. That was a, was that more, a Barry Neal gig? <laughs> no, but, Barry Neal, by the way, is the only booker who's banned me. Banned by Barry for Neal, what? which I was like, thank you. Thank you for banning me. <laughs> so I don't have to go to your crappy room in Laughlin or your crappy casino. Whatever, you do an F-bomb. Utah border. It, it was, now there was like a mix-up in schedules, so like, I, and he never follows up to like tell you when you're, like, I was booked for something like six months ahead of time, and there was a mix-up in schedules, and then he thought I was supposed to be there one day when I wasn't supposed to be there, and then I get a call like Saturday morning, like at seven in the morning from Barry Neal, like, hey Matt, where were you last night? I'm like, who minky him? Whittier? Like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I was in, I was in Whittier? What do you mean? And he's like, you're supposed to be in my gig in Laughlin last night. I was like, no, I wasn't. No, no, I wasn't. He's like. And it it didn't go well, so I'm I'm banned by Barry Neal. Oh well. Talking about cheap ass promoters and like show oh, yeah. beats. Doug James banned me one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's like getting banned by Triple. You know, it's like, okay, big deal. All right, I'm banned. Uh, I, I told Joe Diaz all, yeah, oh yeah, Rudy Moreno's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I did a show with you, I got I got banned right after that show in uh in Long Beach uh Laugh Factory. Yeah. It was like four years, five years What'd ago. What'd you do, six dog? Six years ago. I said uh, there was a- Yeah, Jamie Masada's cold cuts. There was an elderly woman in the front row. Chicago, what, what's your prior puppet? <laughs> <laughs> there was like an elderly woman right in the front row, and I said- uh, Hey, uh, you know you're a, you're a sexy piece ass. She was like elderly, like eighty, and I was like, I was like, man, I'd love to have sex with. I love having sex with elderly women because they're already bent over. That was like the joke. It was like a joke that I do. I don't do it anymore. But I said it then, and she goes, uh, she goes, you know, that's not that's very offensive, and she flipped me off, and I was like. I was like, "Oh, lady, you fuck, you wish, you fucking wish," you know. And I was like, I was like giving her shit, and uh, she was Jamie Masaya's next door neighbor, Damn. and she called Jamie, and uh, and then and they banned me for like a few years, and then recently I got myself banned from Flappers Comedy <laughs> Club. And like got into a fight with their uh, with their whole their whole like owner people. And when I got banned from the club, Jamie found out about it and called me and was like, "Buddy, you ever need to perform? You come to me. You perform here. I love you." And like now I'm back at the Laugh Factory, which is fucking great. 
I'm that's ba- trading up. That's it's trading, what that is. It's totally <laughs> trading up. I would rather is. perform at the Laugh Factory any fucking day. Yeah. Than so the, you're banned from Flappers. Are you banned from anywhere, Rodrigo? Uh, no, I only banned from a place in Riverside one time. Where? <laughs> Cheers? Fuck no, that fucking. It's not even around no more, dude. There was a pizza place Limericks, out there? dude. Oh, Limericks. Okay, I was yeah. on stage, and I just said some shit. Some lady wouldn't get off me, dog. So I just said some, you know, vile shit and fucking. They grabbed me, dude. The fool grabbed me on my arm. And he's like, your comedy career is over. <laughs> that, that fool like this. What career, dog? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll never work in this town again. And by this town, I mean Riverside. That's it. But no serious. No joking, no jiggle, man. You'll never work in this town again, but man, I still got drink tickets. <laughs> <laughs> fool, remember that one time I got banned for tortillas, dog? Yeah, Wild Coyotes, right, oh Montebello? Why did yeah. they ban you? How do, how do you ban from uh, there? Dude, from I had this joke, what? dude. For two coffee, a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> a Scooby snack, eh? No, I had a, um, dude, I just had a, I had, I had, used to have black jokes, dude. I still mm-hmm. have them. And the way I used to Except say it back then. I I was really abrasive. You gotta hear bro. these black jokes first, bro. You probably said, oh, I forgot the, dude. You probably thinking these black jokes must have been awesome. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> provocative, <laughs> fucking, uh, <you're> compelling, <laughs> compelling, cutting <laughs> edge. This fool just had a joke like a um, quick fool, just quick. quick. But there was a black, the only black guy there all the time was um, Big L. Big L. <laughs> I've I, I seen everybody get famous, and you and you doing it wrong. Your material is divisive. <laughs> We're trying to unify the people, and you separating them. And I'm like all that shit. I'm like looking at this motherfucker. Did you just hear what this other fool said? <laughs> but I was like, all right, fucking. So I had to sit in my fucking car for like two weeks till this fool and Willie had to talk to that fool. I was like, why that fool ain't inside? Oh, Silent Bob got banned. Banned. <laughs> and then these fools all like, one day they put me on stage with my name, Rodrigo Torres. And then I was like, this, oh, someone trying to go Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because he used to go by Silent Bob. Yeah. At the, when he was, then he got banned. And he just go by Rodrigo Came Torres. with your own name, yeah. <laughs> so then the, 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 the guy who banned him goes, oh, he's Hollywood now. Yeah. <laughs> See, that place was a crazy club. From, from I never got banned from there, but uh, I remember like being at that club once with uh, Muratori. I think this Muratori was the night he got his third DUI. Was drinking at, <laughs> I think he was drinking at uh, Tortillas after the show, and then he, I think he drove uh, Rick Ramos home, and then they got pulled over, and he was. He's back to drinking now. Well, so Miratory threw up in my car after a gig in Palmdale yeah. when we got uh, pulled over in a military base. Yeah. For oh, driving onto yeah. a military But he base broke the pump. window of, uh, I forget whose car it was. He was in, it might have been Hadley's car. I know yeah. he was out with, I think with Jason Hadley, and then they were driving, and then he got really drunk, and then he started kicking the windshield while he was in the passenger seat, oh and he kicked God. the window out. He just fucking crazy. kicking it with Mad he Max was, or what? No, <laughs> Mike Miratori, he's, he's a good time. He's you, crazy. You know, it but, was Mike yeah. Miratori and T-Rex. Do you know T-Rex? Yeah, no, T-Rex. Oh, yeah. yeah, so the three of us went to Palmdale together to go do a show. And it was a like, Pat Wilson gig by the gig. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we're like bringing it back. That was, you know what? That was fucking Dante's show, and we got out there, and he told us this is not a joke. <laughs> you know who he is, yeah. right? Yeah. He had told us uh, the headliner was making two hundred dollars. The uh, the the MC was making me. I was making forty dollars. Welcome to show business. And Mike Miratori was making a uh, hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And we go up. No, no, yeah. And that we would go, make me want to throw up in a car too, dog. Yeah. And we <laughs> go. We go and get our cash from the from the people. Was there the guy a room? Hands me, was there a room? The guy hands me two thousand dollars. Oh my god! We were just talking about this last week. Yeah. And he goes. He goes. Uh, here you go. Here's your two thousand dollars for the show. And I was like. 
No, 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 no. This is way too much. We're to get paid this much. And he goes, no, no, this, you give this to Dante, and then he divides it up or whatever. Was I not supposed to tell you how much was in the envelope? Fuck, we love exposés. And I was like, oh, shit. And I, we called Dante on the phone. And we we gave let him you know our worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Fuck I like to this. see you had value in the show, Dante. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Oh, so, dude, it was rough. So, you were getting $40? God damn. <laughs> I would have never talked to Dante again, fool. <laughs> And I have yeah, And I haven't. Forty dollars. It's, it's been like yeah. ten. It's been and eight the, years. The, or the feature would get a hundred, and the headline is two hundred three forty. Man. Yeah, he was yeah, making a lot of money. Was making a lot of money. Sixteen sixty. So was. was there a hotel at least? To no, no. Come back. We the didn't same drive night. the same night. Oh, Fuck that! I would have went to Morongo, dogs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. How long were you into comedy when you said, "Yeah, I think you son had a good gig." I mean, I might have been like two years in, three years in. If that. Fresh Probably less than that. Look, when I met you if at people uh, like you, like, If people, young comers like you, they keep these kids going. <laughs> 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 when I met you at Renee Sandoval's, I had been doing stand-up for a year. Oh, at that wow. point, I was brand yeah, you, new. You moved to LA and you moved to Rainer Sandoval's couch. I moved onto moved his LA. couch to start doing stand up. Like, yeah. that was the plan. Honestly. Like, live Cause, with cause him. Because uh, that's how he and I met. I was doing, was, I was hosting uh, Dante's show at the Canoga Park Bowling Alley. At the Canoga Park Bowl. I was I've done there. that show, oh, dude. And then, yeah. uh, so I emceed that show. Like, like, uh, I did, you were you were emceeing. Yeah, when I, I, I emceed for like two and a half years there. And then Glickman was in I, town. I, Doing a musical. Yes, I was. And then they were staying there. There was a motel attached to the bowling alley. A manly musical. That they were staying at. A musical, dog. Very cool musical. Give it up for Andrew Lloyd Webber. (laughs) A musical about Jews. That's what it was. Jews. Sounds juicy. And then they they stayed at the motel attached to the bowling alley. They came to the show, and then he would heckle the comics. I was heckling. uh, You look like a fucking heckler, dog. (laughs) He heckled Sheldon Tuck. I heckled Sheldon Tuck from the audience. Oh, and then I heckled, and then. And I was like, man, I should try. And then I heckled him, and then Matt got up, and he fucking <laughs> roasted the shit out of me. And I, we didn't know each other at all. Yeah. And I was like, I have to do what he's doing. And then I walked up and asked the booker, who was Dante, if I could do stand-up the next week. Yeah, and Pondell. do it the next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, I, and and then, I, and then Renee, uh, I Renee give, let I me I got a gig in Guam. It pays six dollars. And a tetanus shot. <laughs> That's funny, cool. man. You can live for a year on If $6. you went all the way that far for $40 at that rate, going to Conoga Park, they owe you 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> I owe them money. Had a rebate. <laughs> yeah. People still do shitty gigs like that. Hell like, yeah. Like, like Chepo, right? They did, they, did, they did that one time about Juan Garcia drove all the way. I told you about a shitty gig, man. <laughs> The first time <laughs> ever, some, somebody said, give me $150, me and this other comedian, and we went all the way to Berkeley, just drove, bro. Damn. Didn't even ask where we were going to sleep. With who, fool? The devil, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't know, we didn't know where we were going to sleep at. We didn't know the hotel. We didn't know who was going to pay us. We just knew we were going to meet a guy named Killer. <laughs> oh, shit. And then we met the guy named Killer, and he's eating fucking... Um, Fucking fried chicken that he made at his house. That shit, it was horrible fried chicken. Hot ass piece of skin. Ah! Hell no, bro. That shit had blood. So you know he didn't cook it all the way through. Uh. I said, fuck this shit, man. So, a man, plate of salmonella is what he's eating. We ended up getting a check for 150 in checks, mm-hmm. but they don't know where to stay, bro. So we ended up um, sleeping at his pad. No, we ended up hooking up. I hooked up with a little fat chick, bro. Mm-hmm. She didn't want none. It's all good, man. 
Oh, I fucking I just went like this. Went on the other side. I'm a mind my business. I said, you want the wall or the fucking side of the aisle? Look, I did a gig once. I did a gig once for $10. For $10, a $10 gig. They made me fill out a ten ninety nine. Like oh, I, had to, I had to feel like the, the oh W four or whatever when Bud Freeman was for a ten dollar <laughs> check at a place down in uh, in Holy Fullerton, shit. and I was like, I have to do paperwork for ten dollars. Like it was yeah, crazy. I went on the road with Monty Hoffman before he died. Do you remember Monty Hoffman? Yes, he Old, passed away already. The guy from yeah, yeah. yeah. the guy who drove the Harley. R.I.P. No, uh, no, he was the no. last comic standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He had he, the, he, the the throat. The, the, well, he would talk like this, and he was a married with children. Yes. Yeah. Back yeah. Yeah, day, yeah, yeah. 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 Died. Wow. Yeah, we died. We we died, drove what, two, three years ago. Yeah, two, yeah. two, three years ago. We drove up to uh to do um Mill Valley, the Throckmorton, Robin Williams, his club. Like that place was the fucking coolest place I've ever performed ever. Huge theater, very liberal town. He's like they won't leave you hanging. Yeah. Well, they said to him, they were like, they were like, Monty, uh, don't do anything about uh, Obama. Everyone loves him up here. It was like while he was getting elected again. So they were like, don't say anything bad. And he was like, he was like, yeah, 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 no big deal, no big fucking deal. And he goes out on stage. First joke is just like, and hey, they're letting this fucking Obama run the presidency. It's like letting a fucking guy. Sell or some it was just some horribly <laughs> racist shit, and the crowd booed him. And then we get to the next gig, and it's in like this fucking horrible KKK fucking town. <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, Glickman, you know they told me about the don't talk about Obama. Don't you fucking talk about being Jewish up here. They'll fucking string <laughs> you up, you piece of shit." And the first thing I did was talk about being Jewish, and they were some guy in the audience was like. What, what room are you staying in? Like they were just like <laughs> they like followed me to my hotel room. It was Looks very... like the, the gig I did last weekend at this place in the middle of nowhere in Nevada. Like the guy's like, "Do you got any jokes about Jews? We like jokes about Jews out here." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Holy I actually shit. do." So uh, I'll, I'll I'll be sure to put that in the set. Hold on. You really do have a couple jokes about Jews. <laughs> all about you. <laughs> They're all about me. Inspired by Stephen Glickman. It's, it happens. I don't know. I didn't Damn. know anything about Jews. I grew up. I grew up Shit in Pico Rivera. Weird I didn't know anything about Jews until I started hanging out with you. Because like I grew up in Pico Rivera, and there's there's not a Jew within ten miles of Pico Rivera. Only like Armenians. there's nobody there. Only Armenians and old Italians and Mexicans. If that I mean it's mostly Mexicans, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Armenians. Yeah, there's still an Armenian school there. So you grew up in right. an all Mexican neighborhood in Pico Rivera. Absolutely, yeah. So you were the quarterback and every all the time <laughs> the pitcher. No, no. Well, see, I went to school. The leader of the debate club. I went to school. I was in the debate club, but I went to school <laughs> with uh, with Jim Arianis, who was like the big athlete guy. Who? Then Jim Arianis, and he wanted being the World Bowl MVP. Uh, but I was I was in school then from kindergarten through senior in high school. So he was like pitcher on the baseball team, captain of the basketball team, quarterback on the football team, and then he was like on the Seahawks for like a minute uh, under Mike Holmgren. Uh, and then now he coaches at some high school or whatever. But so there was like the big athlete. My my big athletic accomplishment was catching a touchdown from him in the seventh grade in the seventh grade versus eighth grade football uh, uh, finals. Uh, PE fourth period versus. You third really period. Was, made uh, your family proud, man. <laughs> <was great. laughs> catching that pigskin in. That was it. That was the only time in I ever did anything athletic. Versus the eighth grade. Football game. And then after that, it was on to academic decathlon. That's what I moved into. So, which gets all the pussy. Everybody totally knows. <laughs> gets all the chicks. And where about you? Uh, grew up in uh, Pico. What high school did you go to? El Rancho High School. Oh Pico, shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Like in the heart. The El Rancho Dons. 
Yeah. I was there in uh, uh, graduate in 92. Like when I was at El Rancho, they used to make fun of Whittier by calling it Whitey-er. And now I've lived in uh, there. I've lived here now for 15 years. The only time I see a white person is if I look in a mirror. That's it. Like I don't know where they left or when they went, but I was not invited to that meeting. Like they left <laughs> me behind. It's fucking it, bullshit. This, this, this little by little, they snuck out to Diamond Bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just they keep moving further east and east and east. But so what's yeah. up, man? You guys? What's he, up? I've been friends with this guy for like 10 years, and in 10 years, I think I've been to wit. Like he comes when we like hang out. It's always out here. It's always in Hollywood. I think I've only hung out with him maybe twice, three times. <laughs> in in Whittier, like maybe three times. It's and a every- Hollywood love story. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that like you, you're made for each other. Even the, selfish shit. Even oh when God. we go somewhere, like we were, we did a, a thing down in San Diego. We did a gig down there. We were driving back and we drove through Downey and we stopped at McDonald's in Downey. And it's weird because like and you only made forty dollars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So like we stopped there and like I'll go places with him because he was on a Nickelodeon show and like he gets recognized in Hollywood a lot. Big time rush. Yeah. Oh yeah. My son watches that show. Your son does? I still my stepson. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. He used to watch it. He says too old. (laughs) Wait, how old is he? How old is he? I started shaving. He just turned eleven. Oh, he watches that shit. If he's a boy, he's too old. If if he's a girl, then they go to like twenty two and then they're he was still watching it. He was watching that show and then like um I remember one time I showed him a picture of you and I, and then he goes, oh, yeah, he, he's on that show Big Time Rush. And I asked him, what character does he play? He plays like this um, big douche manager guy. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> That's your character? Yeah, yeah. Pretty accurate. Oh, he, big he douche it, manager right? guy. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. That's pretty That's much right it. right on, no, the, on he, the nose. He goes, he's like this manager who thinks he's swag. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah that's yeah. me. That's what I that's do. Nailed it, right? Exactly, yeah. Careful, oh, yeah. little kids. You go, Isaac Hayes. You nailed it, <laughs> dude. Little, little little kids come up to me sometimes and they'll I'll be like, "Punch you, huh?" Hey, they're like, "Hey, uh, uh, what what happened to the rest of the guys on the show?" And I'm like, "Oh, they died. They're all dead. <laughs> they died in a fire. They grew mustaches. Man. <laughs> they grew. Mustaches. They went back to Canada. <laughs> they all went back to that Canada. show's big, huh? When it was when like when it was big, it was big, huh? It was when it was big, it was really big. Big. Like, it was concerts. stupid. Big, like, yeah. like to give you an idea, One Direction was opening for the band yeah. on the road. They were like the biggest. They were, I mean, we were doing like, uh, you know, eight, nine million people a week watching that show oh, in, my a, God. in 110 countries around the world. Like, I watched up like, like Nitro. It's, it's crazy, man. It was How a, many cougars wanting you, bro? I fucked so oh, many yeah. single moms. I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. Are you I serious? You. Tell, tell oh, them about the one at the Tell them about the one at the end improv. He oh. got laid because of Nickelodeon show. No really? way. I thought it was fucking Josh. What the fucking Jake? They thought you were What was that? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. thank you, Josh. oh, they thought you were that dude. Dude, yeah. they taking pictures of me and saying, oh, my God. They thought Wisconsin. you were Josh. They thought you were Josh. <laughs> In the Midwest. Like, I didn't even know what the awesome. fuck they were talking about, Yeah. Dog. Oh, yeah, dude. Just go with it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like this at the house. Take another picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, did, did you watch uh, Better Call Saul? Uh, no. Okay, because there's a scene in there where uh, Bob Odenkirk wakes up and he's with this girl, and she wakes up next door and she's like, "You're not Kevin Costner." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my story was yeah. a little different. She's like, "How old are you?" I'm uh, I'm 34. Oh my god, you're two years younger than my mom. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was a Springfield, Missouri. God bless. A little snow bunny. 
There was a couple. There was a, a girl. I did a show, the sex stand-up and rock and roll show Damn. with Phil Verone at the Ontario Improv back in the day. Packed show. I headlined the show at a best, great fucking time. Finish it. Some girl covered in tattoos and piercings on her face comes up to me. She wants to like hook up, have a little time together. We go in the dressing room. We fuck around in the dressing room. It's fantastic. We we move from the dressing room into her minivan. We start fucking in the minivan. I'm getting goldfish crackers stuck to my ass. There's, I mean, it's a it's a, it's like a little kid minivan. There's no kids in the minivan. It's just oh, yeah. her. And we fought at, right after it, right after we finish up. She goes, "Do you mind signing a picture for my son?" <laughs> that mom is a soldier. I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Bitch. So the bitch, I'll sign your forty dollars. <laughs> How about did some you, DNA? Did you have to move a car seat out of the way? I did. I had to move a car seat out of the way. I was that's funny, man. You were I, at, you, you were at the fucking you were at the wrestler, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Serious, I do. I've gone home with. I, I met. I've met single moms in and Starbucks. No, like in a Starbucks in San Diego. You babysit my son. That you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes oh. with kid, little kids, five year old, they stay watching that show for two hours. You're like their babysitter, man. I really yeah. am. It's weird. It's kind of weird. It's weird. Yeah, because parents it's why it's why single moms would be into me is because they immediately trust me because they can trust me to watch that their kids are going to watch me on the show, so they feel like they can. Trust He's safe. Me it's like you know. Then you watch me do stand up, and you're like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I don't want that Jewish seed. Yeah, that seems dangerous <laughs> and uncomfortable. I know, like, hey, this guy kind of dirtier than Bob Saget, kind of. <laughs> You were on the show too, man, right? One episode? I did one episode of Big Time. I was a photographer. Uh, well, because I hung out on the set. Well, that's yeah, what I remember. You fucked up so much. Got- he fucked up so much shit on that show. <laughs> he, would come, he would come and hang out with me in the dressing room. He'd, like, hear, he'd like hear someone say some shit and then he'd tweet, tweet about, about it. it. And like it was in the beginnings of Twitter, so it like, didn't really matter. But then it was... It would, it would yeah, just I tweeted about James up. Maslow's girlfriend, and then Miley people Cyrus got upset. <laughs> yeah, he would do that. Yeah. And then, and then Miley Cyrus would like, be there, too, no right? No people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the She'd kids. Around. Uh, Everyone would be around. Back Gabriel Glissant was working stupid. on Nickelodeon when he was on all that. I mean, they give you a lot of gifts, huh? Yeah, a lot of weird gifts too. Yeah. They give you like, like a, a scooter or something, and an right? air hockey table, a bunch yeah. of weird shit. Like you cool know. shit that would be awesome if you were. If 11. You were like if you're 13, yeah. and you're like this is bad. The they best kept thing giving ever, me but, yeah. iPhone speakers, and I got <laughs> iPhone. I am not kidding you. I got like fucking like five iPhone speakers from Nickelodeon, and at the fifth iPhone speaker, I called them. I was like. You got anything else besides a fucking iPhone speaker? <laughs> I got five iPhones. I only got one phone. Like, what do you want me to do with this shit? Surround sound. <laughs> Jesus. Steven Kramer Glickman. Mm-hmm. How many shitty giftings have you been to? How many gifting suites uh, have I been ones, to? <laughs> I go. Are you gonna, what the fuck like am I holding? Week? Everything. I, dude, when they send me now, I don't want to go. Dude, sometimes they're fucking terrible. There's sometimes I went to one that was so terrible. Oh, I was holding vape pens with vitamins in them. What's <laughs> the you know, world coming I'm to? Gonna t- I said, I- I'm not going to take a photo with this. I'm sorry, man. I'm just going to leave it here and walk away. I probably walked out of there with an empty basket. I didn't get nothing. Holy he got shit. the best thing he could ever get at a gifting suite, though, because that's where oh, he man. met... The 2009 Playboy Playmate of the Year, who My he wound up dating for 22 days. Oh, 
what? <laughs> and then he broke rush. up after three weeks. He broke up with her because she was too big a pain in the ass. Big and time that crush. Give me your number, dog. Is the most impressive thing I've ever heard. Right there. Let me tell you. It's like uh, having Matt Walker as your best friend is like having a hype man as your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> having Flavor yeah, Flav just having him stand awesome. out with a clock. Well, Gigo here, he'd be this like, dude who fucked the play, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? What was up with her? You dude, she was. What? Yeah, but she was a complete. She was a nightmare of a person. <laughs> she would. Uh, she so would, right, bro. Buy she, <laughs> out of <laughs> out, like of, out of the twenty-two days we buy were together, she they didn't like speak to me for ten <laughs> easily. Ten. Ten days out of the twenty-two days, she wouldn't fucking talk to me because she was fighting with me about some shit that happened in her brain. Like she would, she would like, I'd be talking to her on the phone, and she'd be like, uh, "Where are you right now?" And I'd be like, "I'm at the fucking, I'm at Cantor's, you know." Would I'm in Palmdale. And she'd be like, you're at Cantor's? What is that, like a strip club? I'm like, it's a Jewish deli. Who's with you, Jeff Ross? It's a strip club, isn't it? And I'd be like, it's not. Skype me right now. Skype me so I can see you. And I'd be like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, I'm not. I was like, I'll take a picture and show of you where I am. my pickle dish and shit. I was like, yeah, just, I mean, every, every day. It was like, and then she'd calm down. And then we'd go out again. We'd have a great time. We'd be good. And then she'd fucking freak out. Who's that calling you? Who who is my mom? Who is that really? You're like, it's my fucking mom. It's Who's my that mom's man calling they me. Call Silent Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you yeah. had Playboy chicks like with mm. your prior and shit. Hell yeah, Rodrigo, Playboy bunny pussy. The closer Rodrigo got to Playboy chicks, his paper cuts. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I just try to make the homies laugh. So Matt Walker, man, you, any Playboy chicks, hustlers, uh, bang bros? You know, you get to watch former this stripper, uh, but that's that. It. I've realized that all that whole route is. It's not even worth it. Like you need. <laughs> You need a regular girl because it's not worth the bullshit that you go through. They're too crazy. Like this girl, she had a box cutter by her bed, and every single day I was scared it was going to get cut when I left in the morning. Like I was like, this girl is Hunger not stable. dog. It's she too was crazy. By 9/11. Uh, it's too nuts. Like I can't handle that anymore. Like I can't handle crazy. I'm done dating crazy. It's too much. They're I, really fun. Crazy always comes in hotness, though. That's it does. Saying, crazy really is never. Does. You never date an ugly, crazy chick. It, it's know? a great time for a week, and then you're like, okay, yeah, now I have to find yeah. out how to get out of this without dying. You're right about that, man. Yeah, I, I dated a Cuban girl for three days. It felt like I was in a five year relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to see. I, I wanted to swim back to Cuba, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a waterbed, and I was swimming on one corner. She was swimming on the other corner. <laughs> Felipe was like still petitioning Obama. He's like, no, don't drop the embargo. Keep her there. Keep, keep her, her there. there. Keep don't, her there. Don't let him in. <laughs> Shit. She was, she was crazy. You know what's funny, man? We met after a show we did at the Hop when Martin Moreno oh, and yeah. Lake Barcena and Lakewood had the Hop. And um, she was there, man, whatever. I thought she was a Persian chick. So then we ended up um, hanging out. We went to um, Josh's house. Then we met these hipsters. I don't know what hipsters were, but uh, I helped, <laughs> I helped, I helped break into their ho- their car, and I they, they I got their car keys out. They gave me a hundred dollars. We went to the house. Meth broke out from somewhere. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't back then. I wasn't doing anything, so I didn't do it. So they did it, dude. The next day, <laughs> she, she, bro, she was on the phone, ordering pills from every family member she could find. <laughs> like. 
Oye, que necesito so, mi medicamento. Necesito mi jalón, mi jeto, mi papas viejos, ahorita, necesito la pavita. You know how I get when I don't get them. So she was ordering pills, <laughs> dog. I remember I went to the back of the little Debbie padded, padded, she was just like this. <sighs> Hey, but what was crazy about that chick that she was just crazy like you, huh, fool? It was just like, and then, all right, let's go eat. She was crazy, man. Like, just desperate, like, to, like, fucking, you know, a mean mandona, huh? And this fool wasn't used to getting told with this shit. She was crazy, bro. I think, and then, like, she ended up living with some girl in Arizona, some lesbian chick who she could, she lied and said she was a lesbian just to live with her, to have a place to stay. Crazy chicks. Have you ever flown anybody in? You ever fly a girl in? I'm not at your level, though. Shut the fuck up, man. Have you ever? Yeah, they just come down by helicopter. Spirit Airlines, man. Spirit Airlines, eight bucks. Yeah, bro, fucking Birdman, I'm Megabus. You send a girl on Greyhound bus, that'd be the funniest thing in the world. Oh, man. Have you anybody in? I didn't get a credit card that worked in 2010, man. <laughs> oh, dude! Fool just kicks I, it with fools with black cards. I can't. No, I cannot. You ever flew like, somebody in? Before I never gave somebody a piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> I flew in when I was doing the show. I How flew much in did Nickelodeon pay? Man? <laughs> not a, not enough to not enough. But so I was flight. I like, but like back in the, you know, like during the height of the show, like I didn't save my money. I fucking just spent my money. Spent it on hats. <laughs> <laughs> I would do this thing. I would do this thing where Turn like those are expensive. I, they are. They don't. I'd go on the road and I'd meet some girl and then I would fly her into L.A. on like you know JetBlue or some shit. The worst idea ever. Oh and then I'm stuck with her. Look at Don Simpson over here. Because oh. <laughs> see, your problem was you'd always fly her in on like a Thursday night and have her going out on Monday. Night. I'm like, the, if you're gonna do it, fly her in like Saturday morning and have her going out Sunday night, like. Fast. Under 48 hours. You Fast. I did it three times. Uh, th- that one from Louisiana who was batshit crazy. Oh, this girl from Louisiana. You would not have. You flew a girl from Louisiana? From Louisiana. Like, like the, from, from like the swamp land of Louisiana. Like, not even not even New Orleans or Hold Baton Rouge. Hold on. We have her the on the line right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell that so fat not, piece of shit right there. <laughs> he wanted me to bring him Bumble. Southern girls are like, the, that accent is so hot for like literally an hour. Nah, and then you're, from like, Ca- you're from then Canada, bro. To us, it's all racism. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really does. Then it just turns into Larry Although, the Cable heard, Guy. Have you heard that? Uh, <laughs> see that racist? Like you know that Did she uh, looked like Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> no, but dude, this chick. We were sitting. I'll never forget the moment when I knew it was like it was done. It was time for her to fly back. Was she pretty? We, she was. She was very pretty. But we were sitting in a restaurant together, and I go. Cancers. Uh, she go- yes, can- no, and she goes. Uh, she goes. Um, the pickles. She goes. Um, you got a weird relationship with your dad. That's funny because I have a weird relationship with my dad too. I go, really? You do? She goes, yeah. No, I do. I have a weird relationship with him. Why you got a weird relationship with your dad? I go, well, you know, him and me, we don't really talk. And he left when I was a kid. Oh, that's you know, that's hard. My dad is the same way though. Uh, one time he stabbed me in the leg. <laughs> I go, he did? She goes, yeah. That's a tough he ass threw, right there, dog. Well, he threw a knife at me, and it stabbed me right in the leg. And that, you know, really sucked a lot. And I was like, why did he throw a knife at you? He goes, oh, my dad's a professional knife thrower. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
Well, not professional. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know what? It's you got to fly back. Yeah. You got to fly back. It's time. Also, I took her to the Venice Boardwalk, and she kept making me buy all the shitty rap albums from all the. Oh, rap- oh, oh. she had to go. She had to go. Like, Bruce, you got to go. She had to go. You man. got to fucking go. She had to go. Man. Uh, I was done. I, I met her. Done. Three times, I think. Shit. Holy oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's the thing. He flies a chick in just so he can bang her a bunch, and he gets so sick of them that he's like, all right, I'm going to call my friends so we can all hang out just so I don't have to deal with her anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. They can, so like, she'll have hang to talk to him for a while so I can have a moment's peace. That's what it would be. And I'm no. like, oh, fuck. I got to go meet this broad. Okay. You're talking to her. and like you just hear you, you just hear dueling banjos in the back of your <laughs> mind the whole time <laughs> while she's talking. It was crazy. Matt, what's it like being friends with Steven? It was like oh. that was the... <laughs> The worm. Is he funny all the time? Are you guys funny just cracking jokes? Are you guys always cracking jokes together? You know any then, Mexicans I can meet? Never met one of them before. Just like that. And you're like, oh yeah. my God. And then she's please like, stop talking. Then she's like, I think I could start to do stand up comedy too. How do oh, I get started? How do I no. start doing like, no. no. We're going to start by fucking yeah. canceling the fucking electricity in yeah. this house and we're going to go dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, there's, oh so, there, God, there's some chicks that, that are pretty slick at doing that, man. That, They'll use a guy like you or a guy like me to just make it to California (laughs) and then bone out. I knew a girl that showed up with another comedian, all right? They met on the road. She was a waitress, and then they hung out with her, right? And then they broke up. I never saw her again. Then I saw her at my pot dealer's house. (laughs) Bring the tortillas. (laughs) Right? And I said, "Uh uh-oh. And I wanted to warn them that this bitch is crazy, Right. I wanted to warn them. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear it, yeah. right? They didn't want to hear it from me, you know. Who's Felipe know? What do Felipe know, you know? But it was the kind of guys that if I told them, literally I was hating or he's trying to be with my chick or how dare you. So I let it slide. For six months later, hey, what happened to your lady, though? Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't want to say nothing, man, but yeah, man. That chick is crazy, dog. She's from El Paso. And then and then he goes, yeah, man, she robbed us. Did she jack those fools, <laughs> both yeah. those fools' money? When they were they were gone, she took off. They never heard of her again. No fingerprints, no nothing. The house is clean. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. You ever get robbed by a chick like that? Come I know. Uh, <laughs> I get robbed by Dante, $40. <laughs> yeah, I got robbed by Dante a couple times. Never couple again, times. Dante. You've gotten jacked by bronze before? Andy uh, I've had girls do weird shit to me. Like, uh, they tied you a, a up, girl. Bro. No, like, like a girl. I broke up with a girl. They made you watch the be- she best took time a, rush? No, I broke up with a girl, and I was like, no, I don't think it's going to work out. And she was like, it's cool. Can I use your bathroom for a second? And then she went into my bathroom and took a shit on my toilet. <laughs> like, awesome. Stuff Obviously. like that. Like, there's some fucked up she girls hot, out there. She was hot, but she was a fucking crazy person. Oh, how much poop was it, though? A lot. It was just a little. <laughs> It was, just, it was like a cat. It was like the size of a, of a person's <laughs> thumb. A it was like a small, like a I cat. I would have put that in a, in a sandwich bag, let it go, made up with her, and then put that shit in her purse, man. <laughs> there you go. That's one way to do it. Yeah, man. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> she, she was a fucking nightmare. There's been a couple. There's been a couple. You see him every once in a while. Like, you see him around town. 
You know, uh, I don't know. I, oh, I set up. Don't you I, trip out when those type of chicks that you've been with them, but then you see them later on with homies or people that you don't really know, but you, you see them, but you want to tell them, but nah, I can't. You know what? I did something uh, kind of horrendous at one point. I set up a girl that uh-huh. I was dating with, with Matt a Walker. friend of mine, not Matt, a different friend, but I send, I set her up with a friend of mine. I was like, hey, that guy over there, you know that comic? He really is into you. And then I went to him, and I was like, hey, you know that girl? She's really into you. And then they got together, and then they were together for like three fucking years. Yeah. And I just I got to like slowly back away <laughs> like from the whole You're like You're like you the escaped. Elmer's glue of love. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad move. You were like Michael Corleone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you guys saw the fight? You're a big sports yes. fan, Matt Walker, right? Big sports fan. I watched the fight. It, it was... It was what, what I expected. What you watch it at? What you see it at? I watched it at home. I didn't buy it. I'm, I'm a nerd, so I know how to find these things on the internet. <laughs> what happened in the fight is like what what was going to happen in a Mayweather fight. He's a point dude. That's what Mayweather does. That's, Everybody's that's all what every Mayweather fight, fight is. It's exactly like that, and it's like okay, it's boring to watch. Protecting his brain. But, you know. but it's a real. He's actually it's an actual boxing match, right? Yeah, it's it's not exciting. You're not going to see like. Mickey Ward, Antonio Gotti. You know, you're not going to see or Turner Gotti. You're not going to see that kind of fight with these two guys. Mickey so Ward, it's, Irish Mickey Ward. You know, it's uh, it's. I fine. just ca- I, 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 repeatedly, I just kind of kept hoping that someone was going to climb up on the on the ropes. I was like, <laughs> is that a point? Is that a thing? That's not going to. That doesn't happen in boxing, but it should happen. He wanted Jimmy Superfly. I really wanted just a nice. Here's a question for you: When did they decide that wrestling would be fake? When did they? Do you know when they decided the forties? Like, there was like it's a been point. fake since professional wrestling has been fake since it was around. Really, yeah. it's always because, drama and all that bullshit, right? It was a show. Yeah, well, if it was a fun, like if there was a way of mixing uh, the that boxing match that we watched with. Like just somebody climbing up and hitting someone else with a chair. Like if at one it's point, it's getting there, man. Because we saw the Burger King man. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there have been fights like uh, we're gonna get there soon. And man. Justin Bieber was there. Do you remember uh, Nassim Hamed? Do you guys yes, remember yes. That? that guy was the guy who brought that pageantry. Where I remember he did a fight a on Halloween. Where his ring entrance took half an hour. It was 30 minutes for him to get from the fucking dressing room to the ring. And it was like a whole Halloween thing. And they did like the Michael Jackson thriller dance as part of it. Like he had like all these people. And he came out and he came out in a car that would just drove at like one mile an hour going out of the ring. And it was fucking unbearable on the side. And he finally gets to the fight. And the fight lasted like three rounds. And then it was like he knocked the guy out because the guy was some, you know, scrub, whatever. But I mean, that guy knew how to put on a show. Like, he did not mess around. And there have been guys who put on a good show. It's just, you know, Mayweather's not that guy. He, that's not what he does. He just puts on a show when he talks shit. That's what I lo- so yeah. love about him. It's like uh, The run-up to the fight is yeah, very entertaining. The well, fight itself is not so much. Was that HBO 24 when he was, uh, he was on there before the Del Hoya fight? He's all, mm-hmm. man, I wish I was messing. <laughs> just for the fans. That, that, that threw me off, too, man, that, that they sang the national anthem. For Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. And then why? That was going to be 15 minutes before the fight. That and, fucking and thing is like, long. And I didn't know that. Like, normally they do that if a Mexican fighter was fighting. Yeah. Yeah, but why would they do that? Pac- Probably, Pac- I think Pac- we took over. No, I don't know. The acknowledgement yeah. of the Mexican fighters on the, 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 on the other card. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah, yeah, if yeah. a Mayweather, no, no, no Mexican fools, a group of yeah. Mexicans are watching it, dog. That's nice. And a lot of Mexicans were, you know, going for Pacquiao just to see if Mayweather gets knocked out. That didn't happen. 
Well, that's why that's why people buy Mayweather fights is they want to see Mayweather lose. Like it was good versus evil. People were like, people were watching that. You know, with like, you know, Pacquiao being this nice guy and Mayweather being this piece of shit. And Pacquiao's gonna, and not the nice guy. No, it's like, they're that's not. The thing, but, but that's yeah. the way that people were talking about the perception. I thought one of the fight. <laughs> 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 I mean, he 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 just ran and. <laughs> I really thought I wanted to fight. <laughs> Pacquiao, oh, you this is the are kind of fight. High. This is the fight where I really miss seeing like Larry Merchant at the end, like interviewing the fighters. Like this is the kind of fight where I loved seeing Larry Merchant because he would go. I mean, that's when like talk shit. When he told he told Floyd Mayweather, he's like, "I wish I was fifty years younger and I'd uh-huh. kick your ass." I mean, because <laughs> it was it's fun to watch because he would tell Pacquiao, he's like Pacquiao, he'd be like, "Manny, you didn't win the fight." Like he would just tell him flat out. And Max Kellerman kind of did that, but. I mean, Larry Merchant just was like fun to watch for that. Yeah, stuff. that fatherly think, uh, dream crusher. I type think they would have had um, Jesse the Body Ventura interview the fucking Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you lose him at? <laughs> there were so many people on that telecast. It was like every employee of HBO and every employee of Showtime. They had to find Mark some way McGuire, to include was them. Promoting water. Yeah, it's like everybody. Was, I'm like. You don't need like five guys up at top, and you got James Brown up there, like interviewing a bunch of guys, and then you got uh, Al Bernstein and Jim Lampley and uh, uh, Roy Jones at ringside, and then you had like uh, you know uh, Roy Jones Jr. All these other people. It was just like how, there's too many people. Like how not everybody needs and to be involved. Like pick inter- the best from everybody, both teams. Everybody, yeah. even you got Rodrigo Torres and Russell Peterson <laughs> interviewing <laughs> Jermaine Dupri. Hell yeah, dog! Dude, we got invited at the last minute by Russell Peters. Uh, you know, you know Edro. Russell Peters' personal assistant? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know, man, but they invited <laughs> us. Hey, were, were you watching the fight? I was going to say what you said, Ted. Were mm-hmm. you going to watch the fight? At? I don't know what I'm about yeah. to fight at. You know, I'm going to show at 1230 at night. <laughs> yeah. So they invited us, bro. So they, they said, uh, just bring beer. Bring beer. I said, bring beer to Russell's house. So we bring beer. And we get there, man, and the fight's in a big screen. My wife is there. Rodrigo's there. Mm-hmm. We're, introduced, we're introduced to everybody by first name. And I was like, what? But I was like, I was dying to take a selfie, but I want to be that guy. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be that annoying guy. What yeah, do you get? Yeah, man. Um, so we met. I was sitting next to Jermaine Dupree. Wow. And I wow. met Lawrence Tate and his brother. And his brother. That's the, that like the last time there was a Mayweather fight, I went to watch it uh, with my roommate. We went to his brother-in-law's cousin's house out in, <laughs> it was his brother-in-law's cousin's house out in Riverside. And it was like, so there's like chickens running around in the backyard. I mean, I was the only white person there. Everybody's Mexican except for me. Was this at Lupio Rivera's house? What was this? In Miraloma? It was somewhere. I don't know. It was like, you know, it's like, you know, they got the whole thing catered, you know, uh, carnitas and everything. It was great. But Mm. uh, taco ladies there. It's pretty much the opposite of the fight experience you guys had. What did I used you, uh, was it Russell Peters or Russell Simmons? Russell Peters. Was it Russell Simmons? No, no. it's Russell Peters. Russell oh. Peters had me. I went this to guy. his. I went to his. What's it called? It was New Year's party one one time. And I liar. No. Everyone, <laughs> everyone at the house is is a con. No, they're all just comics and the comics that and like the people that work the door yes. at like all the clubs. That was it. That was like it was just them. And I go. I turn to him and I go. I go, wow, this is really nice. Uh, it's not what I was expecting, but it's really cool. And he goes, <laughs> well, he goes, what do you? He goes, what do you mean? And I go, well, you know, I just, I was like, I kind of thought you, I don't know, it's minivan, single mom. I, I just thought it'd be like a lot. There'd be like lots of actors and people around. He goes, do you see who the DJ is? And I look over, and it's um, uh, the director of Swingers. Um, yeah, Vince Vaughn. No, the other guy. He was in Rudy. 
John Favreau is, yeah. is DJing, and then they go, all right, it's time for the countdown. And the guy who does the, let's get ready to Michael rumble, Buffer? that motherfucker <laughs> comes out and is like, we were like, holy <laughs> shit. It was the craziest. It was, he, he throws a hell That'd of a That would be funny if Russell Peter had told you, whatever, you would have said, you had the door guy here from the improv. You got Brother Woods here from the Laugh Factory? What about you here? Yeah, bro, I heard you got paid $40. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fuck your stereos? Fucking Michael Buffer was doing the countdown? That's that. Awesome. He, had, he had like a That's big crazy. Like the countdown. Was game. that in Las Vegas or here in Malibu? Here in L.A. It was here. Wow. It was before the Malibu house. It was in the old the old house. Oh, yeah, I was invited to that. I was at Flappers, by the way. Not getting oh, banned. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, man. So I think next when I, when I do my one hour special, since um, I'm able to give me an idea. Well, instead of walking in with a um, with a Burger King, I walk in like, with a bottle of a tapatio and get a little <laughs> or or um, Fanta. Fanta. Uh huh. So really good. Get, idea. A get the Fanta girls right there. How much? Yeah. How much do you think Burger King paid a million to do that? Debt? I don't know. But McDonald's is shooting himself in the head right now. Yeah, that fool man. had the Burger King man. Yeah. That's some serious. Why well, he was they... doing push-ups? Real weird. <laughs> he was like sparring, and the Burger King man just showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> it was weird. You see him? Just like, is that the fucking Burger King man? <laughs> it is, bro. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then Jimmy yeah. Kimmel imitating Justin Bieber. Bro. Oh, that was that, that, that was funny, dude. That was great. That was good. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Yeah, I like yeah, seeing man. Kimmel in there. That was yeah, great. man. That was Glickman. Good. Hey, <laughs> you know what we saw on the way here, which is uh, just a funny talk to me, Doug. Miklo side story. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, Dante. So like, yes. So there are like there are times you know where you get reminded of like what your career is and what it isn't. You know, and and everybody has that. Um, but we had this moment one time. I get this phone call from this company called In Person Inc. Okay, there they were across the street from uh, Hollywood and Highland, right there where the Dave and Buster's is. Across the street, next to that Chinese restaurant, you know where that yeah. Chinese mm-hmm. restaurant is, old shitty Chinese restaurant. So there's a, a little place there called In Person Inc. Um, and you'd go in there, and they'd have celebrities signing autographs. Okay, and it'd be they pay you to come in and sit at a table, and you'd sign a bunch of autographs. You, they'd print the pictures for you. Okay, they they'd pay for that. They'd send a limo to come get you, all right? And then they pay you money to fucking be there. And then you get like you have to take pictures with people and sell your autograph the whole day, right? So it was they contacted me. They were like, "We want you to do it. We're going to pay you." It was like a lot of money. A lot of money. It was like yeah. mad shillings. It was a lot of it was, money. It was a lot of money. It was it was Levels. it was a <laughs> layers. It was it was an exorbitant amount of money to Absorbent. be there. To be there for a, two hours, it was ridiculous. Two hours and sign autographs. Yeah. Okay, we. So I was like, well, Matt, I was two like, chicks. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> one for Matt Walker. I was like, I yeah, asked man. him, throw him a bone. Yeah, oh, hey, I was like, Matt, will you come with me to the thing? Because I don't know how this is going to turn out. I just want to. Like have a buddy like hanging with me. I was like, "Will you come with me?" Only if like, I can tweet. <laughs> he was like, "Sure, no problem." Come on, bro. We get picked up by the limo. They they drive us. We're I live one block away. He could, by he the could way. walk there. The I could walk yeah. there. Yeah. They drive us down. We we pull up. There are three armed security, security guards, guards yeah. in front. Matt was there. 
they come out. They're like, Mr. Glickman is here. Mr. It's Glickman like is clear. Service. Clear to go. Clear to yeah. go. Clear to go. And they like get me out of the car. They move me inside. They sit me down at the table. They have they're a like, whole spread in the back. They have spread. They have food, food everything. They're like, whatever you need, whatever and you they need. they told you, don't here's ever leave Scientology. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher shows up. They're like, no, no. They're like, here's all your headshots. Here's the Sharpies. It's going to be great. We're going to let the people in, and let's open the door in three, <laughs> two, one. Open the door. <laughs> Nobody. Wow. I think in the two hours there were four people total. Four that people up. walked in. Yeah. One of whom was a professional autograph collector who just goes to get everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there was like a couple people would be walking by and like some elderly woman who like worked there, she'd go outside and be like, Does anyone want to come get an autograph <laughs> from Stephen Glitchman from Disney Channels? Anybody? And they'd be like, No, and they'd just keep walking. And it was just this horrendous it was like being it was like being paid to be embarrassed for two hours being paid well to be embarrassed but it was like two hours of my friend and then armed guards standing around me with their gun like visible and i finally said to one of the guys i was like if i pay you a little extra will you shoot me in the face because that would be great the place had weird stuff for sale too because they had like you could buy a lock of abraham lincoln's hair Wow. Like, how do you even have that to weird. sell? Like, how do you know that's real? And Still it's all has blood in it. <laughs> it's gone now. It's, I mean, the, gone, the place yeah. went out of business. That's that reminds me like of my, That reminds me of when I was doing NACA, mm-hmm. and, and and no, I didn't. No, everyone just passed by me and nothing. Was that before Last Comic Standing? Or? No, after Last Comic Standing. After, wow, yeah. Yeah. fucking weird thing when that's when because that you would think. I mean, they all because you go you into it going, I'm yeah. gonna fucking, bu- I'm gonna yeah. kill today, and then I just still have, death. I still book show, but not through them, mm-hmm. through Barry Neal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> whenever that happens, though, whenever you get reminded of like where you are, it, it kind right of now like, I'm gonna remind you to give me your autograph. Yeah, <laughs> 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 right down the bottom, Don. That would have cost you forty dollars. At this event. What's up, Matt Walker? So you're, doing your, you're producing your own one-hour special? Uh, yeah, I've got my special. It's out on Amazon Prime. Awesome. Uh, you so do you can yourself? Watch it free. Yeah, just self-produced. Uh, you know, it's as you know in the Hollywood business, you can either you wait for yourself. something to happen or you can just do it yourself. So I did it myself. I got a film crew that we had to come in. We shot it at the Ice House. Uh, awesome. Edited myself. John Ross. Yeah, John was great. Fast. They do great work. Do Shout out to John Ross. Uh-huh. James He's Sandoval, awesome. those guys. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah that's Louis yeah. uh, Sandoval. Yeah, uh, so they did a great job and they came out they shot it uh, it was funny because I was going through the footage when I was editing the whole thing and I, I realized the lead singer from Everclear was there like I had Are no idea yeah. <laughs> I was like I don't know this guy he That's just cool. showed up to the ice house that night when we shot him so uh, we did two shows that night we did in the little room there which is a great room when it's packed out because I love Hell that yeah. little, little room there so we did there and then uh, uh, released the album from it uh, about a year ago the album came out and then the uh, video I released in December and it came out on Amazon Prime and uh, people can go watch it for free or they can buy it for five bucks from my website so it's a good time so it costs a lot to produce like three hundred, like like do what I think um, these places want 300000 No, no, I, I did it for uh, 1%, less than 1% of that amount. Awesome. Uh, you know, it's Good like, because I, I know how to edit, so I know enough to do what I need to do for that. For that. Um, so I, I already had Avid, so I didn't have to go out and hire, like, professional editors and that kind of stuff. So it was really the only cost was the camera crew. Uh, and then, you know, got everything back, and it took me a while to go through everything. And, like, the, the video specs for Amazon are really demanding. Like, you have to have everything at a certain quality like it's really high-end video you have to deliver to them so it was uh a little bit going through specs and making sure everything i had was going to be able to to deliver that and then once i 
uh, figured out how to do it, then I got it all ready to go, and then it's up on Amazon. People can go check it out. So, and Where can they happy. find it right now on Amazon? Uh, just go on Amazon, look for uh, Matt Walker, Hater is the name of the special, H-8-R. Oh, you can find Matt Walker, Hater on just Amazon. Just go to, go to funnymat.com, and uh, you can uh, find links to everything on there. And uh, if you like it, you can leave a good review. And if you don't like it, you can let me know at mattwalkersucks.com, which, which I also have. <laughs> It's a great website. It's his I favorite go, website. I go there. And I, I read his the things people say about him because they hate him. Yeah, awesome. a lot of people hate him. Yeah, makes me very. You happy. should get one of Jigo. Yaman.com. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, dude, that's a good one, dude. From Long yeah. Rodrigo Torres Junior. dot com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, it's hard getting domain names these days. Like, everything's taken. Because my dude, everything's taken. That yours yeah. is a win. Mine's taken. That's why you go. Yeah, Felipe's world. Felipe's taken, right? Yeah. No, Felipe's world. Dude, yeah. kid, dude, I hate creepy ass shit like that, dog. He wanted, uh, who wanted did? A, some dude wanted a soft fan. He wanted five grand for it. But he's not that big a fan. I say keep it. Exactly, yeah. dog. Yeah, because like uh, it's such an asshole. Because Matt move. Walker is a fairly common name, and there's like a lot of people named Matt Walker that are kind of famous. Yeah, uh, a baseball player. Uh, well, there's a hockey player. There's a baseball player now. There's uh, a guy that was in the Paralympics. Uh, there's the drummer for the Smashing Pumpkins. And a knife throw. There's the guy who's uh, a motocross <laughs> rider. There's a like X Games skier guy. Like, there's a ton of people named Matt Walker. And like, then the guy who actually has MattWalker.com is the webmaster for Vivid Video. That's the oh. guy who has MattWalker.com. Damn. Because yeah, it was just his resume Boy. up there. And then, uh, so every other variation on Matt Walker is like already taken. So I was just like. Funny, Matt. I'll use that. And then been using that for like 10 years now or something. So every website, I try to get Funny, Matt. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as like a new website comes out, I, I'm like one of the first Trying people to sign up just so I can get Funny, Matt, and then I don't do anything on it. I just want to get the, I want to get the name so nobody else can take it. Uh, so I have that on pretty much every website out there. Like, that's why I have a Pinterest account, just so Damn. I can get the name. Jesus. So what you got going on, bro? What's up, Flickman? Uh, oh, I've got some... Uh, Flights? i got some good stuff. I'm flying, I'm flying <laughs> some ladies in. No, I have a girlfriend now. Three and a half years. Damn. We lived together. They spent together. all day moving today. Oh, it was the fucking worst. <laughs> Where'd you fly her in from? <laughs> <laughs> Met her in Florida, bro, doing a gig. Flew in from Newfoundland. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. Uh, She's from Edmonton. She, we uh, we were moving Buffalo. all day, and we had Russians moving us. We had like a we did too. Mm-hmm. We did too. Russians. Mm-hmm. I have Russians in a big ass <laughs> truck. Yeah, is it a that movie service? People, no, those are bad motherfuckers. <laughs> Scary because they were kind of yeah. scary. Fifty nine dollars an hour was yes. it those guys three Probably hour minimum. Guys. Yes, I bet it's the same dudes. I bet. Hey, these Holy motherfuckers will be wrapping the fucking uh, refrigerator with a belt and carrying them. Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> They're no, strong, huh? They are. They're very strong. At the end, you would you totally appreciate this. At the end of the thing, it, it came time to pay, and I had asked them how much I had to pay them about like. You know, at like three o'clock or whatever, and they were like, um, yeah, "It's going to be uh, exactly uh, you have to pay five hundred in the fifty dollars." So that is what you owe by the end of the day. I go, "Okay, great. I'm going to go get some cash." I get five hundred and fifty dollars. Get in my car, fucking come back up. Six o'clock. They're wrapping up. Okay. Now you owe us five hundred in sixty-two dollars. I go. Well, you told me it was five hundred fifty-one dollars, so now I I have that, but I don't have the, the the rest of the the money. He goes, "We are not leaving here till we have all the money. You have to pay us, or we'll not leave. And then you have to pay more money." And I was like, "No, no, no, no. guys, 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 come on." 
It's $10. You know, I go, how about this? How about I give you $551 gifting suite? I have some lemonade. I'll give you a case of lemonade from a gifting suite. How's that sound? The guy goes, I wish I could accept lemonade as payment, <laughs> but I can't. If I did, my boss, he would kill me dead. <laughs> I was like, he probably kill would. He, he probably would actually kill him dead. Like, that is fucking terrifying. I would I not want to I think it's the same Russian guy that helped yeah. me. Has to be. What the fuck? Dude, this fool came late so <laughs> apologizing because some so. guy lied to them and the address was in Long Beach. So they had to move. They came from Long Beach to finish that job and came to Echo Park, dude. The I never seen motherfuckers move that fast. Yeah, <laughs> and I've had biceps, bro, get hurt, bro, on the job. <laughs> like you know, and like when you hire like my relative, Mexican relative, motherfucker always lose a finger. <laughs> they, get, they lose a toe. They give up halfway. These motherfuckers. I don't know what they were on, bro. Dolph Lundgren, motherfucker. <laughs> Little Russians, big Russians. <laughs> Little they Russian. were not Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> they were good, dog. They were good guys. What, at one point, Russians, one, of, dude. one of the guys goes, uh, what do you do for a living yes. if you don't mind private, I ask? That's how he said it. Uh, and funny, I go, I'm a, I'm a comedian. And he goes... My friend, he work at the comedy club. It is called the Ha Ha. Uh, it's Ha 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 Club. I was like, Ha 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 Club. I was like, Yeah, Jack. You know, Jack. The the is that who it is? I'm banned from the Ha Ha. That's another place. I'm Are you really? really? How do you ban from the Ha? It's a choker comic. <laughs> he got away, dog. He got away. He got, a, he got away from me, man. He lucky got away from me. Who was it? Choked uh, a comment. Yeah, and um, who was it? I, I, so he tried to press charges, so I won't say his name. Okay. Why, why did you do it? He's looking. He's looking for a paper trail right now. Why, why did you do it? Uh, we're arguing. First of all, he one of those comics, man. That always has to be right. Other time, nah, nah, mm-hmm. you know, gotta be, gotta be right. You know, and um, make more money than you. Die. And then I just said, I just want to told him. I said, I don't care, man. If you make. You made four hundred and fifty thousand dollars last year. I'm funnier than you. Mm-hmm. These people here know it. And your wife wants to suck my dick after. <laughs> oh, shit. Ask that bitch. Like, well, not like, right now. He but... smiled like it was. He knew it. Like it was true. Like yeah. Now, well, he's a name. You would say like somebody that people would know of if you said his name. No, nobody know him, bro. <laughs> this guy does voiceover. He's a loser. Anyway, so um, this uh, this fool man. I threw a drink at him, and he threw a drink at me, and then he ran from me. <laughs> ran, bro. Ran, bro. But you, but you know, like, one of those, like, when your little brother running from you, going, nah, 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 nah. But ran, and that's it, bro. And I said, you know what? That's it. But then uh, one time I, was, I, was, I saw the owner of the Laugh Factory from the, from the HaHa, and I, and I was making fun of her because some other comedians that I know. <laughs> And I said, wow, man, I, I heard um, you gave such and such a, a two-year deal to host every weekend for $60. <laughs> goes, Are you making fun of my club? No, nah, man, I'm making fun of comedians who make bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> she has that face. Yeah, I got banned. Oh I got banned in Montreal. Uh, you Montreal. I'm International from, over here. I'm from, crack I'm from with London. Mayor, I'm from Canada. <laughs> and I got doing banned. with a mayor? No, no, no. No, no. I went, <laughs> My uh, cousin. I went to this little uh, comedy club, and uh, it was a French-Canadian comedy club, and they they uh, they let me be on the show, and I wasn't supposed to be. It was like a guest spot. And I go, 
Hey, can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? What's the sign on the wall say? There's like a giant sign hanging behind the stage. I go, what's that sign on the wall say? The guy goes, he goes, it's not for you. Okay, don't worry about it. You are uh, American guy. So I go, I'm actually Canadian. He goes, yeah, no, it's not for you. Okay, it's uh, French, French, French. It's French. It's not for you. And I was like, okay, all right. So don't don't think another thing of it. I go up to go to my spot. I enter from behind the stage. I get up on stage, start the, you know, start my set. It's not going well. Like I'm getting like weird responses from people. Like there's anything I say that's self-deprecating, people are like, "Oh." <laughs> you know, like it's not it's not mm-hmm. going. It's it's a weird response. It's a weird and then I and then I made a joke about Somebody help um, him. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not good. And then mm-hmm. I made a joke about the handicap and uh, like uh, watching handicapped pornography, uh, or, or something, or, or that, or that. I, I think it's funny to to tell people in uh, porn shops that I, I'm looking for handicapped pornography. Something he used weird to like have this. a handicapped porno, by the I, way. I, yeah, I did. did. And so he I'm used like, to have one. I remember seeing it. It was a, it was it was an accident. Starting I didn't mean sick, to huh? have it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a mistake. <laughs> Anyways, I, I I I say this whole I say this and I start getting booed off the stage and people are very upset I get off the stage and the manager is like how could you do this why would you do this to us you have no idea what you've done you are fucking banned for life from this club I'll never have you here ever again it's the worst thing I can't believe it I go what's the what's the big deal I just did a couple jokes I pissed off a couple people it's not a big deal he goes don't you know what tonight is look at the sign on the stage look at the sign I was like it's in French I don't speak French he goes tonight is for Meals on Wheels for the handicap it's an event (laughs) and I look at the audience from the side where now you can see and it's all wheelchairs (laughs) whole audience and uh and everybody was very upset and, that's sad man and they all had, i've never been allowed to go they all had reservations too <laughs> <laughs> too bad you couldn't walk them it would have been awesome they had season <sighs> tickets i could roll them yeah yes a bad joke it's, it's weird when people show up like that like almost a show with gabriel one time and there was like people on there was a bunch of people sitting in the middle of the stage there were five dogs laying on the floor too, and they were all blind. <laughs> what? Five blind people, five dogs wow. in the middle, and nobody mentioned it's like, it to why. No act you outs. Mention that. Yeah. You can't mention that. Yeah, man. I was like, man, it was weird. I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned anything, but another show. This guy goes, "Sir, how come you're not laughing at anything?" He goes. I'm blind, but you're not deaf, you asshole. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know if you saw this video that was going around the internet today about this woman who's on The Price is Right, and she's in a wheelchair. So she was on The Price is Right. Give her which, which like, yeah, like she, like you never see people, down. You never see people in wheelchairs on game shows, so I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then you see that, and then they show the prize that she won, and she won a treadmill with a jacuzzi. She won a jacuzzi and a treadmill. Damn. <laughs> it was like, well, that's just bad timing. Can I trade it for shoes? <laughs> <laughs> They should be able to trade it for something, right? That's not a gift certificate. Yeah. So what you got going on? Oh yeah. So here's here's what's coming up. Um, (laughs) Me and uh, and Kate Quigley. Do you know Kate Quigley, the stand-up comedian? We do know. Lady, uh, she has a, a new show on uh, the Playboy Channel. Oh, Her yeah. and I are uh, are are doing a stand-up. We're hosting a stand-up show together at the Laugh Factory, which is very exciting in June. Um, and it's a it's an event for Zeusk, the dating site. It's like a big, fun, crazy event. So that there'll be a little stuff about that, and that's cool. And then uh, this Friday, I'm doing uh, Death Squad with. Um, 
at the Ice House on the main stage. So I'm really can you talk about your about movie or no? sweet? I'm doing a movie. I can't. Re- I can't talk about it too much. Star Wars. I am. I'm doing. <laughs> What's up? Are you serious? Yeah, Star Wars. He's playing. Uh, no, he's playing Jabba the Hutt. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm doing a movie, and it's and it's an uh, it's an animated movie, and in the movie, I play a bird. That's about all I can talk about it. Okay. Uh, but it's a big fucking movie. It's, it's huge, and it's really exciting. Real. And, um, yeah. And what's really funny about it is that my Real mom- Real 7. <laughs> it's only going to be playing on public access television. Yeah. The cartoon? Um, yeah, the cartoon. Oh. It's just for public TV. And uh, well, That's pretty big, though. Hell yeah, no, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be big, and it's going to be fun. And um, my, uh, my mom bought me a bird- <laughs> As a as a congratulations present on uh, this past Hanukkah, and she gave it to me in the in the in the underground basement of Hollywood and Highland. In the parking And garage. when she gave it to me, guess what it did? What it died? No, close. Felipe, shit it. Uh, it did. It did. It shit on me as it flew away. <laughs> Good luck. Folks. As it flew away into wow. the underground parking <laughs> and kept whacking into the roof of the underground Damn. parking. And I chased it down with my mom for four <laughs> hours like a lunatic, like a crazy person. And when we finally caught the uh, a Mexican kid caught the bird. Like he literally, he caught it with his hand bird and he man. put it back in the game. <laughs> the bird catcher. And uh, and the bird is living very happy. Uh, it's back in San Diego. It's living with my mom. <laughs> And it's pregnant, so it's doing. You're good. gonna be a daddy. I'm gonna be a daddy. <laughs> you cut that fool slipping in a minivan, yeah. dog. Like, it was a so fool. It's chilling, weird, dog. Some weird yeah. shit. Uh, shout out. Life up. gets weird, man. Yeah, it does. Hell yeah, dude. Twist and turn. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Glickman. S T E P H. Stephen Glickman, not Kramer. Stephen Glickman at Stephen Glickman on Twitter. Well, you can find your ass, bro. Instagram, Facebook, big ass Mayweather shirt, chilling. Hell yeah, representing. Oh, and shout out to the fools that came out to the Vegas shows, backstage bar and billiards. Jonas took a picture with Felipe and Adrian, dude, from uh, La Puente, man. Shout out. Thanks for coming out. Shout out to the crazy people who drove from. Oh, there was a, there was a fan there. Shout out to him. His name is Robin Alyssa, this old ass man who looked like he looked like that guy, the, the conservative guy from Fox News. I don't know his name. Carl Rove? Yeah, he looked like Carl, Carl Rove. Rove. <laughs> <laughs> well, slash that what shit. are those guys? <laughs> well, anyway, shout out to this guy. I don't know if you're listening, man. This guy, he went to my show in Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. He went to my show at the Houston Improv, San Antonio, Texas. Wow. And I saw him this one in Las Vegas, bro. Stalker. <laughs> you sure he's not hunting you? He go, white boy, in my shows with his wife. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, man, my biggest Making fans. The tour. They I live in it. Las Vegas now. We had fun in Las Vegas. It was, was fun, cool, man. It was, it was hot. chill. It was trippy, dude. Like even the like the fight night, it was all it was, cra- it was crazy, huh? Like you know they were showing it there and shit, and it was, it was weird, man. A lot of people out there. Yeah, dude. The I, shows were loud, though, man. Loud crowd. I haven't been to Vegas in a in a little while. It's too hot in Vegas for fat people. It's <laughs> hot, bro, man. I stay in Fremont, man. More freedom. <laughs> Fremont Street. I go old school, man. I go oh old yeah, the original shirts. Although now, like school, all man. those hotels are getting redone, and now they're all expensive too. Because I used to go stay at like the Plaza for like nineteen dollars a night, and then no, now it's like seventy five. It. You know, it's opening at the Golden Nugget. Uh, do you know about this? Um, Liberace, the hologram <laughs> of Liberace, is opening in uh, in a year from now at uh, the Golden Nugget, and that's going to be the big new thing for Fremont Street. So there'll be a fucking hologram 
of a dead piano player on wow. stage doing an hour show. <laughs> and he'll well, do they, it forever. Have, he'll do it forever. He'll they have it. the Liberace Museum there in Vegas because a yeah. friend of mine went to that. But Some weird shit. I went to the Laugh Factory Comedy Museum, man. <laughs> <laughs> there were a bunch of jackets from the Laugh Factory birthday parties. They gave a purple one. <laughs> <laughs> that shirt with a big ass chain on it. Yeah. <laughs> the lobby of the Laugh Factory in Long Beach has like a little museum. Yeah, they, they have a, a life size photo of Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I like the way they have those places set up. The the Laugh Factory Hollywood. What do you think? Like, what do you think? You feel like that's like when it comes to like classy or like it feels like you're going to work. Does it feel like that? Like places like that or like which clubs make you feel what? Like I like the Laugh Factory, but it's like my home. I feel comfortable there. I liked it. Yeah. Everywhere else, it's just like oh, I'm going there to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Like I always like I felt I used to feel really comfortable at the comedy store. Like I always felt like the comedy store was like the place you could just kind of like hang out, be yourself, very relaxing. Um, but like on stage, I would I would be like I always felt like I had to like you know swing for the fucking fences there. Like I was like always trying too hard. Yeah. And then like the improv, uh, very kind of seems like kind of a real easy going place to hang out and then that stage always seemed like kind of a big deal but the factory I like how it it all feels like loud heightened and big now the improv feels very corporate like you go in there and it just feels like it does it feels very like cookie cutter to me since they redid it I haven't been there in a while yeah yeah since they redid it it's just like it used I used to go to the party days yeah like when when the bar was the place to hang out before It was just like a fun place to go, and then now, like yeah. the the showroom itself feels very corporate. The bar is okay; it's just it's different, and it's, just it's not the, the same. It's the old, the old way was better because you could, you could hang out by the window. Yeah, see, you could look at people pass by. You could go way in the back and be incognito. You could take over the arcade, or yeah. you could go upstairs pretend you're in Portion by the pool table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretend. <laughs> Everybody pretending, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. But some like you'd go there and you see like, oh look, there's Nate Dog walking by. It's like, oh that's cool. But there have cool. been times like, at the at the at the Pre right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs Nate Dog? There were times at the Improv, uh, that upper balcony area, where you'd, you'd look up there and be like Justin Timberlake or Snoop Dogg or some fucking somebody huge and crazy would be sitting up there. I never showed, showed up on on, on um, Chocolate Monday. Or... <laughs> yeah. More better, better Monday. Monday. More better Mondays. Yeah, it's chocolate Sunday at the factory, right? That's so right. what's up, fool, man? <laughs> what's up? What you guys, you guys have a good time, man? This Absolutely. Great. Thank you so much for having us on Thank your you. awesome A lot of show. fun. We're here on Cinco de Mayo, bro, with two Miklos. Hell yeah, man. Fucking well, Pico Rivera's pride and joy over here. Cinco de Mayo is the Taco Bell of Mexican holidays. Like, it's... Yeah, it's not a thing. Like in Mexico, they don't care, right? Fuck yeah. no, no. That's it's just for Mexico is a so September. About September 16th, baby. Yeah, September 16th. That's, that's when it goes one. down yeah. in Mexico, dog. We really went down, bro. Cinco de Mayo, man, just like fucking. Yeah, in my neighborhood, they don't care at all, and they're. I'm the only guy in my building that speaks English, so. <laughs> it's Me too, good. man. I love Russians. Yeah, <laughs> police. They man with the police. Today they had a big Armenian barbecue outside, bro. Yeah, were the Let Russians excited come off today? Because uh, it's Karl Marx's birthday today too, so maybe the Russians maybe. were excited. They were maybe, bro. They were. They had a. There was a bunch hey, of. Hey, dude, that's probably it. I yeah. saw this guy lining, lining up shish kebabs, bro, with mm-hmm. with pure meat and other ones with eggplant and 
Vegetables were getting down, bro. Yeah. Whoa. People walking around with tank tops with hair sticking up through the hair. <laughs> <laughs> you're, ta- you're talking about the ladies, right? <laughs> <laughs> and those are the ladies. Hey, orally. <laughs> I remember we used to call Renee Renee Sandoballs, and he'll get mad. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Twitter, Matt Walker Jr.? Uh, check me out, Funny Matt. Just look on the internet for Funny Matt, and you will find me on any website you want to find me on. Matt Walker Jr. Uh, yeah, just Funny Matt. And you you, you run a lot of programs Matt. too, right? Uh, what's that? You run a lot of programs, computer programs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do. I do a lot of computer stuff. So it's you know. I work on all that stuff. <laughs> you do a lot of computer Pornhub, right? I do. <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of that. Hey, wait, real quick. Renee Sandoval, one time I was in uh, in a hotel room with a hot girl on a date. Renee Sandoval walks in. You don't in. date ugly chicks, huh? No. <laughs> I have You're dated, an animal, bro. I've dated a couple. I'm he sure has. I've, dated a couple. I've yeah. seen them. He yeah. has, but. I didn't flew those in. I Ubered them. <laughs> <laughs> I put them on Greyhound bus. I was like, get your ass out of here. <laughs> With those They're... rugged good looks of yours, Glickman. I give him gas money. <laughs> I'm in I'm in a hotel room with a girl. This is like 10, 11 years ago, and I'm like flirting with the girl. Yes, <laughs> Renee Sandoval walks in and he goes, "Hey, what are you fucking guys doing? Your are you gonna fuck my friend or what? Give me a piece." And the girl goes, "I don't know." And he goes, "Hey, Glickman, lay down the hammer, fucker." <laughs> Lay down the fucking hammer or tell her to get the fuck out. And the girl goes, the girl goes, I should just go. And she just got up and left. And then it was just me and Renee. And Renee <laughs> fell asleep like on the bed. Like in his boxers or something. Yeah, he was just in his boxers and fell asleep on the bed. You're burned. He busted a human. Fucking cock blocker, dog. Damn. Lay down the hammer. That was that was like his catchphrase. Lay down the hammer, bro. Hey, bro, lay down the hammer, bro. fucker. What's up, fool? Well, thank so, you guys for being on our podcast, oh, yeah. man. Thank you for having Thanks us. For having us. Thanks Walker for being Glickman. here, Matt Walker and Stephen Kramer Glickman, yeah, Rodrigo man. Torres, right here, man. The man of steel over here, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey, doing the wheels of steel over here. All right, what's up, fool? What's up?